This is Speaking of Writers on Capital Region Sunday. I'm Steve Richards. Many are fascinated by the forensic techniques employed at crime scenes, but few know the origin story of these, now taken for granted methods of solving murders and other misdeeds. In the book American Sherlock, Murder, Forensics, and the Birth of American CSI by journalist and documentary film producer Kate Winkler Dawson, chronicles the revolutionary contributions of Edward Oscar Heinrich, who pioneered many of the forensic techniques used today. Dawson gives Heinrich his long-neglected due with an engrossing and first full-length account of his life and his work on some of the most perplexing and notorious cases of the first half of the 20th century while creating a captivating portrait of a turbulent period in American history. Kate Winkler Dawson is a seasoned documentary producer whose work has appeared in the New York Times, WCBS News, PBS NewsHour, ABC News Radio, and Nightline. She's the author of Death in the Air, the true story of a serial killer, the great London smog, and the strangling of a city, and teaches journalism at the University of Texas at Austin. Happy to have Kate Winkler Dawson join me now here on Speaking of Writers. Welcome to the program, Kate. Thank you. What a fantastic intro, Steve. I appreciate it. Thank you. American Sherlock tells the little-known story of Edward, Edward Oscar Heinrich. Who exactly was he, Kate? Well, um, Heinrich was the uh, forensic scientist who worked in the United States from about 1910 until he died in 1953. And during that time period, he solved more than 2,000 cases. So that's pretty incredible, and and many of them were criminal cases. He also worked in civil cases, too. But the reason he was important and the reason I wanted to write a book about him was that he was an innovator in many of the techniques that we use today to solve crimes, some really great techniques and some bad techniques. And so I wanted to explore that in the book, telling the story of some of his most interesting cases through his lens, you know, what he was doing to solve the case. And they're some of the most um, bizarre, complicated cases that I've ever read about. And luckily, um, Oscar has this incredible archive at University of California at Berkeley that had his diaries and his personal letters and his case files and photographs and evidence. So I was able to create this portrait through these crazy murder cases that he solved, um, not just of, you know, criminals in the 1920s and not just, you know, of this man, but the evolution of forensics during this time period, and also talk about where we are with it now. Chatting with Kate Winkler-Dawson here on Speaking of Writers. Her book is American Sherlock, Murder Forensics, and the Birth of American CSI. The press at the time dubbed Heinrich Kate America's Sherlock Holmes. Why? Well, he was unusual. He was what we would say as a generalist. So, you know, right now we have experts in ballistics. We have experts in bloodstain pattern analysis and fingerprinting, um, you know, and DNA analysts and toxicologists. But in this time period, in the, let's say the 1920s where the book starts, Anyone could claim to be an expert, and they could claim to be an expert on just about anything. So you might have somebody who says, I'm a handwriting expert one week, and then a month later he's testifying as a ballistics expert, which is ridiculous um, because there's such different disciplines. 
Heinrich was really the first professional expert, the first person who was professionally trained in school, qualified to testify about all of these disciplines. But the reason that he got this nickname, America Sherlock Holmes, is he literally was a Sherlock Holmes. He would walk into a crime scene and he could, let's say it's just a, a, a shooting, like a standard shooting death. He would not only be able to run ballistics tests because he knew all about ballistics, but he could check and, and look at uh, fibers of carpet samples. He could look for the, on the bottom of their shoes if there was a particular flower that they walked through because he knew botany and he was trained in botany. Bugs, how, how bugs arrive to a corpse to help date the death of the corpse. So forensic entomology. He was the first to use it in the United States. Geology, right? He could look for the sand to figure out if the, the, there was a particular type of sand and where the body might have been before it was deposited in an apartment. So forensic geology. He was the first to use that in the United States. So he could walk in, scan, and come up with 10 to 15 different tests, valid tests that he could run at his lab to not just solve the case, but build a picture, recreate the crime. And it was pretty amazing, and, and very few, if any, people could do that. My guest is Kate Winkler-Dawson here on Speaking of Writers. Uh, her new book is American Sherlock, Murder, Forensics, and the Birth of American CSI. You first encountered his name in a short article about one of his most famous cases, your research took you deep into the unexplored archives at UC Berkeley. Uh, what did you find there? Oh, gosh. What didn't I find? I mean, there was everything. It was incredible. Uh, there's a reason why nobody had written about him before, and I think it's because this collection was so large, it's more than 100 boxes, that um, it would have been intimidating for any author. It was intimidating to me. And my first book, Death in the Air, had an incredible amount of research behind it, but this was next level. It really was. So not only did it have his case files, and in each case that he completed, there were, uh, he had photographs or uh, copies of trial transcripts, mostly his testimony. Um, there were crime scene photos. There were police statements. There were his notes. There were journals that corresponded with those notes. There were letters to district attorneys, to witnesses, you know, in this file. So the case files were big. Then there were the crime scene photos. He was an avid photographer. So he preferred to take his own photographs. He didn't like people in his crime scene mucking everything up. So there were crime scene photos. And then there were stacks and stacks of journals that reflected a lot about this man's personality. He documented every penny that he spent, like five cents on butter, daily for about 40 to 50 years. So you can imagine the amount of journals that I found. Yeah. And that really showed, I call it productive hoarding. He was working so hard to main, con maintain control over his finances and over his life. And that's all connected to the way his father died when he was a teenager and Oscar had to find him and, and you know, then support his two sisters and his mother as a, as a young man. And so all of that sort of informed the way this book needed to be written. And, of course, he kept evidence that he probably should have never kept. He had loaded guns that had to be um, disarmed by the uh, UC Berkeley Police Department because they needed the firing pins removed. He had bomb parts. 
um, hit pairs of his own glasses. So it was great as a, as a researcher to hold his glasses, their lightweight, what kind of lenses he used. You know, these are all details that I think probably most people take for granted. But for me, I was able to put these in the book because it's important to me that my books read like fiction, but they are all rooted in fact. There's not one fictionalized scene or detail in the book. It's all real, but I think it feels like fiction, and that's the point. In our remaining moments with Kate Winkler-Dawson, her book is American Sherlock Murder, Forensics and the Birth of American CSI. He was an unassuming man who rarely talked about his past. What aspects of his childhood do you think, Kate, led him to his pioneering uh, forensics work? Well, when he was a teenager, like I mentioned, his father died unexpectedly, and he was forced to drop out of high school because he needed a job. So he worked as sort of a cleanup boy at a pharmacy, and he decided he wanted to be a pharmacist. But he couldn't afford any formal classes. He had to take the state board exams, but he couldn't afford the classes, so he bought the books. He did all the reading himself, and when he was 18, he passed, and he became a pharmacist partially to support his family and partially because he was interested in chemistry. He learned how to mix drugs. He learned how to mix medicinal whiskey. And he learned about human nature by watching people, you know. And I think that's where his deductive reasoning skills really became attuned, was in a pharmacy. And he also learned handwriting analysis. I think that was one of his first introductions. There's toxicology. And then he had to read the scribble-scrabble of a, of a, a doctor's prescription. And that's where he became interested in handwriting. So, you know, he took an adversity and uh, turned it into a positive. Now, you know, as you'll see in the book, as he grows older, uh, you know, I was so curious about his father's death. I didn't find out how his father died until a few weeks before my book was due to be turned in. And I had always wondered what was happening because Oscar would write to, you know, his uh, son with just such bitterness about his own father. And when I finally found out what happened, I, it just sort of took my breath away. And it, it, I understood everything why he was so obsessed with finances, why he was obsessed. more he, he feared bank lenders more than he feared the criminals who he was, you know, uh, you know, co-prosecuting with DA. So all of that was really, really interesting, and this all stems from his childhood, as so many things do in life, you yeah. know. Kate Winkler-Dawson, the book is American Sherlock Murder Forensics and the Birth of American CSI. Thank you so much for joining me. It was a pleasure. Thanks, Steve. And you can connect online with Kate Winkler Dawson. She has a website, katewinklerdawson.com, Facebook, Kate Winkler Dawson, Twitter, Winkler Dawson, and uh, also Instagram at uh, Kate Winkler Dawson. Again, the book, American Sherlock, Murder, Forensics, and the Birth of American CSI.